0: Good afternoon. The President a short time ago uh, concluded his meeting with some economic leaders. Uh, This was a good discussion about the steps that we have taken to strengthen our economy and the additional steps that we are calling on Congress to take to strengthen our economy even more so that we can create as robust an environment as possible for job creation. Uh, A lot of the issues that uh, were discussed centered on uh, addressing rising health care costs, promoting trade, uh, making the tax cuts permanent, and passing a comprehensive energy plan—those are all important parts of the president's six-point plan to strengthen our economy even more. And that, thats the quick readout from the meeting. With that, I'll be glad to go right into your questions.
1: Attendance records of the National guard it said he had 56 out of a required 50 points. Is that considered a good attendance record? So the maximum yeah. point get
0: yeah um, first of all we, we were uh, pleased to be able to, to uh, provide you all with these additional records that just recently came to our attention uh, these documents uh, clearly show that the president fulfilled his duties and uh, we we had previously uh, released some of the point summaries that you are referencing uh, there's uh, more complete information relating to those point summaries that document the fact that the President of the United States fulfilled his duties uh, when he was serving in the National Guard uh, back in the early 70s.
1: What questions I have. Um, the records that you uh, handed out today and, and other records that exist uh, indicate that the President did not perform any Guard duty uh, during the months of December 1972, uh, February or March of 1973. I'm wondering if you can tell us where he was during that period. And, and also, uh, how is it that he managed did not make the medical requirements to uh, remain on active flight duty status? Uh, John, uh, the, the records
0: that you're pointing to, these records, are, are the payroll records. They're the point summaries. Uh, these records verify that he met the requirements necessary to fulfill his duties. The uh, these records, uh, these these payroll records uh, reflect... Did you know it
1: wasn't my question. Where kay. was he in yeah. December of 72, February and March of 73? And yeah. yeah. Why did he not... Yeah fulfill the medical requirements to remain on active flight duty yeah. status. These records, these records I'm holding here
0: clearly document the President fulfilling his duties in the National Guard. The President, the President was proud of his service. Uh, the President, the... That's a simple question. How about a simple answer? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, John, if you'll let me address the question, I'm coming to your answer. Well, and and I'd like to... Well, I'm, I'm sorry, John, but, uh, uh, you know, this is an important issue that uh, some chose to raise and raise in the context of the election year, um, and... Uh, the facts are important for people to know, and if you don't want to know the facts, that's fine. But I, I want to share the facts with you. Yeah, the the president.
1: You know, Why didn't people? Medical requirement to remain an active flight duty status in 1972. The president uh, recalls serving both when he was in
0: Texas and when he was in Alabama, and that is what I can tell you. Um, and we have provided you these documents that show clearly that the President of the United States fulfilled his duties, and that that is the reason that he was dishonorably discharged from the National Guard. The President was proud of his service. Uh, The President spent some of that time in Texas and was a member of the Texas Air National Guard, and he was given permission on a temporary basis to perform equivalent duty while he was in Alabama, and he performed that duty bigger records, that I think are very important for the public to have and really reflect their concerns. Uh, One of the
2: characters around, um, and they frequently, they call band of brothers, like a, they're first with to come forward and.
1: Looking at our files uh, in the campaign 2000, he said that he was looking for people who who served with him to verify his his account of service in the uh, um, the National Guard. Has the White House been able to find, uh, like Sir Kerry, a band of brothers or others who can testify about the person's service?
0: All the information that we have we shared with you in 2000 that was relevant to this issue and all all the additional information that has come to our attention that we have shared with you the president was asked about this uh, in his interview over the weekend and the president made it clear yes I want all records uh, to be made available available to this issue Uh, that there are some out there that were making outrageous baseless accusations it was a shame that they brought it up four years ago it was a shame that they brought it up again this year and I think that the facts are very clear from these documents. These documents, the payroll records and the point summaries, verify that he was paid for serving and that he met his requirements.
1: Talking about, talking about people, you know, right. like comrades in arms? In no, places. that's
0: why I said everything that, that, we, uh, that came to our attention that was available, we made available at that time during the
2: you said you were looking for people, and I figured you didn't find any people.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously we would have made people available We, uh, Mr. Lloyd, uh, who has provided a statement to uh, put, so, put some of this um, into context for everybody, uh, made some public statements during that time period uh, to um, verify uh, the records that the president had for, the, for those duties. And he put out an additional statement now uh, to... Put this into context. you see someone with some technical expertise and someone that understands these matters because he was in the National
1: Guard at the time. following this because I, I do think this is, is important. Um, you know, it, it might strike some as is odd that there isn't anyone who can stand up and say, "I served with George W. Bush in Alabama or in Houston in the Guard," uh, particularly because. There are people whose superiors who have stepped forward in Alabama and in Houston who have said in the past several years that they have no recollection of him being there and serving. So isn't that odd that nobody, you can't produce anyone to corroborate with these
0: records? They were talking about some 30 years ago and you're perfectly welcome to go back and talk to individuals uh, from that time period. Uh, And but, but 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 these... These documents, these documents, make it very clear that the President of the United States fulfilled his duties. Uh, When, when, you know, when, when you serve, you were paid for that service. And these documents outline the days on which he was paid. That means he served. And, and uh, these documents also show that he met his requirements. And it's just uh, really a shame. That people are continuing to bring this issue up. When, when, no, 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 no. P- people, people asked for records to be released that would demonstrate he met his requirements. The records have now been fully released. That the fact, the facts are clear. The fact, the facts are clear.
1: You look at you can How are we supposed to read this?
0: Well, I think you can talk. One, we put it on an email. It's a lot easier to read, I think, on the email version because that was the, that we go, we're going to if we haven't already. But this, it was sent to us an email form uh, from the personal center in Denver, Colorado. One hard copy, right?
1: to corroborate these records. Will the president do two things? One, will he authorize the relevant defense agency to, to release actual case files for the president? And if those don't exist, will the President file a form as he can do with the IRS to at least look for uh, a 72 or 73 tax return that would corroborate what you claim are payroll summaries that he actually got paid for this deal?
0: Well, I I think this information is his payroll records. It's my understanding this is the information that is available from his payroll records. And it shows the days on which he was paid. Uh, So that's the information that I understand is available. Uh, in terms of tax returns, the, the president, like most Americans, does not have his tax returns from some 30 years ago.
1: File a form requesting the to search if they have a return for 72 or 73. We he yeah. willing to do that? Now,
0: obviously, if there's any additional information that came to our attention that was relevant, we would make that information available. But, wow. but no, no. I think that these documents uh, clearly show that the president of the United States fulfilled his duties. I mean, these were the documents that people questioned and said should be made available. Um, and we went back to double-check. We thought we had all the information that existed previously, uh, but we went back to double-check after, after the comments that were made over the weekend uh, to see if there's any additional information available. And when we contacted the personnel center in Colorado, it was our understanding that uh, the personnel center in St. Louis and Colorado were already working to pull this information together, and that this is the information that they have uh, that is relevant to this topic.
2: Position
1: that these documents put this issue to rest.
0: Period. Oh, I think these these documents show that he fulfilled his duties. These documents show that he met his requirements.
1: Two questions: one on the documents, one on the issue. There, there seems to be a discrepancy now in the president's records. I wonder if you can help me with uh, these documents that you're holding up. Uh, reports showed that the president uh, uh, showed up for duty in October and November of 72, January, April and May of 73. But the president's officer effectiveness report filed by his uh, commander's lieutenants, <coughs> Colonel Killian and Harris, both now deceased, for the period 1 May 72 to 30 May, 30 April of 73, says he has not been observed at this unit where he was supposed to show up and these points and these dates. How do you square the uh, the Texas uh, the, at the Ellington Air Force from 72 to 73? And certainly by as the President said he returned to Texas in November of 72. Right. So some of these dates of service, which are in these records, ought to have been noted by his commanding officers who nevertheless said twice he has not right. been
0: observed here. Yeah, Never- I'm not sure about these specific documents. I'll be glad to take a look at them. Uh, but these documents show the day and days on which he was paid for his service. And the president, as I said, and we previously said during the 2000 campaign, uh, we call served both in Texas and in Alabama during the time period you were bringing up. 15 to
2: 23.
0: He served, but his commanding officers didn't know. Uh, again, I don't know the specific documents you're referring to. If you want to bring those to me, I'll be glad to take a look at them and get you the answers to your questions.
1: On the general issue. Uh, yeah, Senator Kerry has said that the National Guard is one way for people to avoid service in Vietnam. Yeah, the 30,
2: President and the White House has
1: taken umbrage at that, saying that's denigrating the National Guard. In 1994, the President told the Houston Chronicle in relation to his joining the National Guard, I was not prepared to shoot my eardrum oh, out my. with a shotgun in order to get it to nor was right. I willing to go to Canada, so I chose Stop. to better myself by learning how to fly air. Your hands 5719. So acknowledged
0: He went into the National Guard. to 45 The president begins here. This issue has been addressed. Now, now we're trying to change into different issues here. Uh, the president was in prior to, 15 service to the National Guard. He fulfilled his duties. He was honorably discharged. I think there are some that we're now seeing are not interested in the facts. But what, what, they, what they are interested in is trying to twist the facts. You're a hard and copy, right? in the election
1: and that's unfortunate. Answer that, answer, I'm, court I'm court. trying to explore it. One of the reasons the Democrats are raising it is because they've got a guy who was in Vietnam, yeah, and that's
0: you, you know, he, he didn't serve. Now it's a different issue. Um, when we when the facts clearly show that he did serve, he did fulfill his duties, he Hold did down. meet, he did meet, he did his requirements, Wait a yeah, he All was right. honorably discharged. Stop. I think the facts are clear. It, it's it's not interesting that some may be more interested in using that's 45 reports.
1: left
2: are
1: you, are you saying that every date listed on the 15 to 23 the day that the president was actually showed up and was suited up was flying claims that's what that means because there are you know points for active duty points for inactive duty What right. exactly are three Hard yeah, so copy
0: right. put out the statement from mr void so we can put that in context and someone with the te- technical expertise um, that understands those matters and can explain what those points mean. And I think his statement does that. Um, in terms of, in terms of the payments, uh, you're paid for the days on which you serve. So
2: meaning he, he was actually there on these You're paid for the days you
0: serve. Right. So again, I mean, he, there was a time period when he was in Alabama, and he recalls, he recalls serving in Alabama. Uh, he was still a member of the Texas 45 at that time. What he was doing was performing equipment Stop. because he was working in Alabama at the time. And he also had to 23. In Texas as well. Yes, yes 34 to 40, 40. So, 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 January 7th, the president served this on January 4th, January 5th, January 6th, in Texas, for Alabama. hard copy, right? for the days you served. You had the documents right in front of You, you documents straight from the personnel. From the Royal right. Center in Colorado. Yes. I
2: said you're paid for the days in
0: which you serve. Enhanced 57, to we're talking about 30 years ago, the president 45, reports, serving in He also recalls and in Texas. That's
2: what he was That's why 34 40. 40. for to 47. 15 15 years ago. 15 years ago. 15 years these 15 years ago. 15 hold that. The to Again. You're hard copy, copy, right? 45.
0: Stop. Well, I think I let like them so so I'm not sure that they exactly said it not that way.
2: 15
0: to to 47. It for the, the president, the president recall certain. I, I just said that. And, and if you look at records, you look at these records, these You're
1: records hard copy.
2: reflect. 34, um, is so you For example, February. All right. We're talking about 30
3: Advance so 15 to, have to 23. to 30 years ago. <laughs> Question, are you able to make out any of these?
2: Right. The 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 45 left. All right. in the Stop. to 23. Hard 23. 45 Stop. 15 to 23. Hard copy
0: I don't have a minute by minute breakdown of every single thing he did throughout those throughout that time period. He met he, he served both in Alabama and the surge both in Texas.
2: Doing what? I mean,
1: Did that? <coughs> yeah. Can, you, can, you, can this- you at least tell us the difference
0: between an M- act? It's not clear, it's clear. Yeah, no, I think that I think that I'll leave it to those who are who can explain these documents to do the, the, the explaining. That's why we put the statement from Mr. Lloyd, who was in the National Guard at the time. He was someone that had the expertise to uh, explain to you. Uh, what these points mean and so that's why we provided that statement obviously the personnel center can tell you more about what everything means on these documents we just received these late yesterday Uh, but the one thing that these documents clearly show is that the president of the united states fulfilled his duties when he was in the national guard he met his requirements and he was honorably discharged because he fulfilled his
2: duties
1: I watched CDs, literally, TV not not Seen. No, they show so payday. Payday. They
0: show paybacks during that fall, fall oh. attack ships, on oh, my oh, my fire, uh, there's October oh, on there, there's November I on there, uh, November uh, January on there as well, 73, I watched CDs, I they, they, show, uh, they show payments in uh, October?
4: These are the things to keep in mind. These, these are not just academic exercises. We're not analyzing mm-hmm. media in the 18th century or something like that. Uh, we're uh, dealing with real human beings who are suffering and dying and being tortured and starving uh, because of policies that we are involved in. We, as citizens of democratic mm-hmm. societies, are directly involved in and are responsible for. And what the media are doing is ensuring that we do not act on our responsibilities and that the interests of power are served, not the needs of the suffering people, and not even the needs of the American people who would be horrified if they uh, realized the blood that's dripping from their hands because of uh, the way they're uh, allowing
1: themselves to be diluted and manipulated by the system. Attack ships on fire.
4: I watched TV. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go back I and double
0: check on you know, the members serving and during that period and, and performing TV. his duties, both in Alabama and in Texas. And, well, these are, look, these are questions we addressed all during the campaign. The issue that came Attack up recently ships, was some I were trying to make an outrageous baseless accusation. I if I recall, some were, were using the, the comment, is or That is outrageous, it is baseless. Uh, the President of the United States fulfilled his duties, he was honorably discharged, and now there are some that are not... That are clearly not interested in the facts. Uh, they're clearly more interested in twisting the facts to seek a partisan political advantage in the context of an election year. And that's just really unfortunate that some would stoop to such a level. tax shit. they are guy, yeah. Sorry? Oh, it's a campaign, a senatorial campaign. People who tomorrow will watch watch may see. not show up for work, and will be paid. They can to
4: appear
1: cameos and show they were paid. Well, again,
0: when you're serving in the National Guard, you're paid for the days on which you serve. Specifically related to the
3: sure. service. Sure. When the fight happened, the sequence of events in the last few days compared to the protection of these records, attack shifts.
1: Efforts the after sure. or before I the interview? No, it was after. after uh, the, the
0: questions came up. And I watched TV. I so, well, meet the press. The so president made it very clear about, you know, some of what I'm saying here. And he said, yes, I want all records I out there. And it was our belief, that's our impression. That all the records that existed that were relevant were already released back in the 2000 campaign. Attack shit. Uh, we, uh, we went to the Texas City Payer National Guard uh, to ask for records. So I watched the our understanding that the payroll records, uh, it was our impression at the time that the payroll records didn't exist. Just uh, then after this weekend, uh, after the interview, uh, we contacted the National Guard here She's and her ask them
1: where would one go, go if
5: these existed. existed. Find them. We're just going it's back. Back. Check. Ken's, Ken's last, last ever radio, radio, radio extravaganza. Ken's last ever radio, radio, radio extravaganza every, every Tuesday night on Co op Radio 91.7 FM. The, the and Tuesday, FM. And Tuesday nights and from 6.30 6 until 7 PM. 7, 7 p.m. And you can listen on the internet later, forever, in perpetuity at the address counterfolk.com slash last ever counterfolk.com slash last ever please send me email please the address is ken at counterfolk.com call up on the phone in five minutes at 512-472-KOOP or listen again at tuesday nights from 6 30 till 7 p.m listen to all the past shows from the last 10 years on the internet at counterfolk.com slash last ever and K.O.P. Austin, now its broadcast day. Co-op, which is cooperatively run and licensed the Board of Directors of the Texas State International Broadcasting Cooperative Incorporated by the FCC, does business at Austin awesome Co-op radio, broadcast at 91.7 MHz with an effective radio power of 3,000 watts. Co-op is non-commercial and educational. Broadcast from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. weekdays, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. weekends. The offices of the studio are located on the third floor of 304 East 5th Street in downtown Austin. Our office line is 512-472-1369. And now 91.7 FM is turned over to KVRX, student radio from the University of Texas at Austin. Co-op resumes broadcast tomorrow morning at 9. Thanks for listening to Co-op, your community radio station, and thanks for listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza.
0: His own words and his statements. So I, would, I would refer you straight back to his words. Uh, make those
2: uh,
0: this one, uh, in the last day, I think we received it
2: yesterday.
1: Yeah. You ready to take questions about this topic? Thank you. Uh, I- since there have so been so, so on the- this topic, right? Yeah. Okay. Since there have been so many questions about what the president was doing over 30 years ago, what is it that he did after his honorable discharge of the National Guard? Did he make speeches alongside Jane Fonda denouncing America's racist war in Vietnam? Did he testify before Congress that American troops committed war crimes in Vietnam? And did he throw somebody else's medals at the White House to protest a war America was still fighting? What was he doing after Well, he commented
0: on, on some of his views relating back to that period the other day, and obviously this was a time period uh, also when he was going to get his MBA um, at Harvard. So. But the, pre, but the, the president... Was certainly proud to serve in the National Guard.
1: Why not consider those actions by Senator Kerry that Jeff mentioned fair game in the political? Now, but, uh, I think you know I know that that's that's a
0: way to try to draw us into a Democratic primary. A Democratic primary. There's ongoing. Ajection. Well, this, this is an important matter that some some have chosen, some have chosen to twist the facts, and it's I important that TV. the facts are clear. And I think that these documents uh, clearly show president met his and fulfill his duties. Uh, but, look, we'll, we'll let the Democratic primary continue. They can work out their differences. Uh, I think if you have questions to address to people that made certain accusations, uh, you should direct them to those individuals. Because now, in light of these documents, um, um, this is new information that clearly shows Uh, Otherwise, to what they were suggesting
1: let me keep going I'll I'll come back to
0: you we have a few in the back and I'll come back to you I promise but let me try to get to everybody in the room I promise I'll come back to you Uh, Ben I think had one and then April and did you have another one?
5: Live, created now, created later.
4: Meditation has no purpose, no objective. Meditation has no purpose, no objective, except to be entirely here and now. It isn't something you do to improve yourself, to get ahead in the world, or to prepare yourself for life. For the division of time into past, present, and future is a trick of words and numbers. exists now, and now only, what there is and all that there is. We could say that the past flows back from now, like the wake from the prow of a ship, and then just like the wake vanishes. As the wake doesn't drive the ship, the past does not propel or move the present. so give yourself a perpetual alibi for every kind of irresponsibility like the wake vanishes. Just let your mind do whatever it likes and hear its chatter as if you were listening to rippling water. your tongue. Let it just float in your lower jaw. Close your eyes. If you're still thinking in words or calculating about this, that and the other, which you're supposed to do, don't try to stop it. Just let your mind do whatever it likes and hear its chatter as if you were listening to rippling water. So then, we're going to try and find out and feel what we mean by the word now. Not the idea, but the actual sensation. high or low-key
2: word six word
4: six lethargy word four
6: transitory
4: relax five. your tongue
6: Philanthropic.
4: in let it just float in your lower jaw close your eyes.
6: word six Lethargy, word 7, exonerate, word 8, pugnacious, word 9, contrition, word 10, abrogate, word 12, intractable, word 13, altruism, word 14, accolade,
4: sounds going on play upon your ear a store,
2: the store.
4: the Are the stores open?
2: Τα χαμοιότητα του
6: φωτ. Απαντήστε ότι είναι κλειστά. Είναι κλειστά. Ask why. Γιατί. Απαντήστε, because it's late.
2: Γιατί είναι αργά. Ρωτήστε με αν θα δουλέψω. Θα δουλέψετε; Θα δουλέψετε;
4: Τα No, they are closed. Lo and Zgourot.
6: She asks, "Where can I buy something?"
2: Hey, funni
4: Danu in Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv. Idula, go to Tel Aviv tomorrow. I'm trying to name identify it, okay? Trying to name, identify, or locate without trying to name. Your tongue. Meditation has no purpose, no objective.
5: this Saturday, April seventeenth. Saturday, this Saturday, April seventeenth, from four thirty until six. This Saturday, April seventeenth, from four thirty until six, you can listen to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Next week, Tuesday, six thirty to seven. On Tuesday, next week, and the week after that, on every Tuesday from six thirty to seven, you can listen to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. But you are required to send feedback responses Uh, pottery the email address that you must send your feedback to is ken at counterfolk.com if you don't send your feedback to ken at counterfolk.com then you can call on the telephone 512-472-5667 you must do one of those two things If you do not, then you can send postal mail to P.O. Box 2116 Austin, Texas and the appropriate zip code ATTENTION, Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. ATTENTION, this Saturday at 4.30. ATTENTION. You can listen online to the shows that you've missed. The address is counterfolk.com slash lastever all the shows that you've missed all the shows that you've heard and remember what I said you can find out what made this up what the little pieces were put together live on that same webpage counterfolk.com slash last ever and know that KOP Austin is concluding its broadcast day Licensed to the Board of Directors of the Texas Educational Broadcasting Cooperative Incorporated by the FCC. It does business in Austin Co-op Radio and broadcasts 91.7 megahertz with an effective rate of power of 3,000 watts. We'll go back on the air tomorrow at 9 a.m. If you have questions, you can call our office line at 512-472-1369. Questions for me, 512-472-5667. 91.7 FM will now be turned over to KBRX. Ken's Last ever Radio Extravaganza will now be turned over. call this Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza, created live for the next 30 minutes. Please listen. Or please don't. Still listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza was just conceived and created and happened and is still happening right now while it's being made. Never pre-recorded, never planned, no idea why it happens the way it happens or when it happens, it just suddenly happens and this is what happened. I would like to credit the artist whose original piece is being played 25 times in different orders. I regret that I cannot remember it right now, but it's from the theme to the Terminator. And I will post more details on the webpage shortly after the show. The address of the webpage is counterfolk.com slash lastever. On that page, you can read about all the shows that have happened for the last 10 years, all the live, improvised, sound creations... And you can listen to lots of them. You can listen to some year's worth of past shows on that webpage, counterfolk.com slash ever. Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza airs on this station, KOOP Austin, every Tuesday night from 6.30 until 7. It will also be on this Saturday only, this Saturday from 3 until 4 p.m. To find out about more Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza events, you should email me, The address is ken at counterfolk.com. You can also call up in a couple of minutes at 512-472-5667. You can get on the information list. And I demand your feedback, your responses and reactions. Today's show is called The Coming Storm, but it's not over yet, so it's still called that. Thanks for listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Co-op goes off the air now, switches over to KVRX. And tune in this Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. and every Tuesday from 6.30 until 7 p.m. And listen on the web to shows that you've missed at counterfolk.com slash last ever to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza.
3: Up into your life just because you were thinking them. And for some of us who are very practical minded, we think, well, that's absolutely impossible. All of these things are just coincidences. But the word coincidence is an interesting word. In mathematics, coincidence refers to angles that coincide. And in mathematics, two angles that coincide are said to be two angles that fit together perfectly. We have taken a term that means things that fit together perfectly assume that somehow it's all done accidentally but in the universe in which there is an intelligence guiding everything there are no accidents
1: We've gotten this from first-hand testimony
4: from defectors, including Saddam's own son-in-law. His son-in-law's name was Hussein Kamel. Uh, It turned out that he also said that at his command, and he was in charge of the biochemical and nuclear weapons programs, at his command, all these things had been destroyed in 1991. And it wasn't really revealed until an enterprising British scholar uh, went and got the debriefing report from Vienna. And, and, and discovered that Kamel, highly touted Kamel, also said that at his command, and he was in command, they were destroyed.
1: Why was Hussein Kamel so cavalierly ignored, in essence, when he made his claims in 1995 that, you know, after I've given you the,
3: the aflatoxin and the other anthrax-filled bombs and, and warheads, that's it. Incidences. But then we think, well, that's absolutely impossible. All of these things are just coincidences. But the word coincidence is an interesting word. In mathematics, coincidence refers to angles that coincide. And in mathematics, two angles that coincide are said to be two angles that fit together perfectly. We have taken a term that means things that fit together perfectly and assume that somehow it's all done accidentally. Coincidence is an interesting word. In mathematics, coincidence refers to angles that coincide. And in mathematics, two angles that coincide are said to be two angles that fit together perfectly. And we have taken a term that means things that fit together perfectly and assume that somehow it's all done accidentally.
5: Last Ever Radio Extravaganza, Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza, Tuesdays, 6.30 until 7 p.m. here, right here. You can listen to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza again and again. You can listen to it right now. You can listen to it yesterday. If you have the ability to listen on a computer, the address of a webpage that you go to, if you want to hear that, the show that is not anymore is counterfolk.com slash last ever you can send email to counterfolk.com and it will bounce because that's not an email address but if you visit the webpage counterfolk.com slash last ever then you can listen to the shows the shows like tonight's show and other shows send your reactions please I want you to to the email address which is ken at counterfolk.com Send email to cannacounterfolk.com or just call up here in the studio live right now while this is happening, while this isn't happening anymore. You can just call 512-472-5667. And I thank you only if you want to be thanked for listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Here on Co-op, K-O-O-P, Austin, which is going off the air momentarily. The views expressed. Here on this show, and many other shows, all of them do not necessarily reflect those of the management uh, underwriters, board directors, and, and other people at co-op. Just those of the people doing the programs, and the programs on co-op end now and resume tomorrow at 9. Meanwhile, KVRX takes over the 91.7 frequency. Thank you again for listening to this station, to all stations, and to yourself. Not necessarily and his last episode of Radio Extravaganza.
2: some
0: important New York vocabulary words. First word, bodega. A bodega is a corner store that's open pretty much 24 hours most of the time. You can get almost anything in a bodega. Bodegas are our friends.
3: Yo, bro, man. I, I mean, we got to see tonight I know it ain't right, but I got to.
6: You know, uh, <laughs> know. You know I'ma say, yeah. yeah. you know, you know, say it's like crazy. Crazy. the streets are crazy right now. You know what I'm saying?
3: Crazy. What up, man? Scary out there right now. And some batteries? Yo, what up? Welcome to the bodega. Yeah. Since obviously you got to run down to the store, you know what I mean? Pick up a few things. Bag of oh, Twinkies, carton of milk. Sometimes you may just need some advice. You picked the right spot, man. This is your store. Welcome to the Bodega.
6: Welcome to Bodega Pop Live on WFMU's Keep The Drummer Radio. My name is Gary. I will be with you here until 10 p.m. tonight. Thank you, Kenzo. Kenzo will be turning 25 in, I guess, two weeks. Uh, I don't know if he's got a special program lined up for that or not, but um, it seems rather likely. Anyway, if it's not... If it's not, if it's not likely, it either is or likely, or it isn't. I don't know, but if it happens or not, uh, come celebrate. Um, it's going to be a festive time. <clears throat> Tonight's show is going to be um, one that's very, uh, very unusual for this program. And I'm going to be playing just all very old records, um, and really not really records, obviously, because I'm playing CDs. But I'm playing CDs that were uh, uh, created from old records. Uh, that were all um, early, I think. I think all 78s, but maybe maybe there's like a cylinder or two. I mean, there's something going back to 1902. That's the first track we're gonna play. So, but most of this is probably these are probably mostly 78s, and um, we basically are gonna be playing music that's uh, classical, light classical uh, from throughout uh, South Asia prior to its uh, partition into. Um, Separate states or separate countries, rather. Um, so it's kind of a mix, mash, mishmash, and it's. Um, I think it's going. I think it's sonically just absolutely amazing, and I hope you like it. It's a little bit difficult to listen to if you're here for extreme. Um, what's the word? High fidelity, because this is old stuff. But um, you uh, you will be rewarded in other ways, perhaps not in the fidelity area, but certainly in the performance area. This uh, first set, which is going to be a little bit short compared to most sets that we do here, is going to be like, uh, I think, four or five tracks by uh, the, the woman who is pretty much the first recording star uh, of the subcontinent, and that's Gohard John. Uh, she was one of the first people recorded. For a while, I think there were people putting up on the internet that she was the very first Indian recorded. Uh, but she was not. Uh, there were some people who recorded a couple of days prior to her, but she was part of the first recording um, situation, I guess, or whatever over the first couple of days that uh, a whole bunch of recordings were made. and this is a track from 1902 Raga Chogia.